You are listening to the Doug Stanhope Podcast. Pass me the lampshade, I'm drunk again. Blew my drug money on a quart of gin. Well, I am a cultured man with tastes discriminating, but I'll settle for a tall glass of anything. Well, am I the only one drinking tonight? The only one drinking tonight? The only Right, ladies and gentlemen, it's uh, yet another installment. You, one of these might be fucking gold, and you're just like, all right, we have to talk into a microphone. <clears throat> Tracy's getting on mic. She might not talk, but Tracy, the Mrs. Chaley, the Trailies, Tracy and Chaley, <laughs> the Trailies, <laughs> the Trail Mix. How about that? We call you the trail mix. The Brechels, the trail mix. Only if one of us was black. Or if Hispanic. one of us is black. Were well, you trying to fucking lead me right into where I'm going? <laughs> no, I don't know where you're going. I'm going to fucking intervention. Oh. Intervention is back on the air, and I didn't know about it. They canceled intervention on A&E, and then they started it in March of 2015, the year of our Lord, the Jesus Christ, the white one. All right, let's make this wicked racist. <laughs> yeah, no one fucking told me. Like, th- that was th- the most fun ever. I, I was so sad. Dr. Drew's celebrity rehab made me sad when that went off the air. Because that was just pure, straight-up hatred with a point. I hated that for a reason. And then you watch shit like Bar Rescue, where you just hate because that guy's such a fucking enormous dripping cunt. But there's no... It, I can't, you just look like an asshole when you bitch about like, watching, if you watch the Kardashians or Jersey Shore, the ones I won't even watch. Cause it just, you just sound dumb for complaining about it. Cause you watched it. Complain about dumb things. Dr. Drew, I had legitimate points because you're a medical professional and you're doing a disservice to people. Intervention, I found fascinating, and it, it still falls into that AA doctrine, but I also love to watch it for all the wrong reasons of watching people fuck up. So we'd, if I was off, I'd open a bottle of wine on intervention night and take a Xanax <laughs> and then sit there and just enjoy the shit out of all the fucking stumble bums. And then it, it's been on for a fucking month, and no one's tweeting at me, hey, new intervention, buddy, guy. But I don't think other people knew it. Last night I found out about it. So now you can binge it. Well, yeah, you, you it's have to, demand. You, no, it's not on. 
I don't I don't know how on demand works. Mm. I know how to record shit. So eventually they'll repeat. You'll catch them. up. You'll catch up. And even if they're old ones, I probably don't remember them. I went on the internet. You can find out all the people that died, which I've done with uh, all the bar rescue, kitchen nightmare shit, all the bars they failed at. But no one died. Like when, when you fail at intervention, the dude's dead. So there's been like nine people. And then I'm like, I don't know if I remember like that episode and I'm not going to go watch them online. So anyway, so there's if they, a website. There's a website. People who died from intervention. Where are they now? There's the well. Evidently, the season started with a "Where are they now?" Probably avoided a lot of the dead people. Probably had one token dead person, but there were like nine that died that they say was a direct correlation to their addiction. And then there's other people that just died. Uh, one guy. One guy killed himself in a police standoff, which is great. And I'm like, oh, now I want to go back and watch that. I'm supposed <laughs> to be writing a book here, for God's sakes. Now they release the new intervention. You're throwing every kind of distraction <laughs> that I can justify at me. So, uh, yeah, it's back out there. Intervention is back on the air. I should have been live tweeting this. I mean, I have a role to play. I have... Uh, my little niche in society, I have a role where I should be on Twitter during brand new interventions. There was a crackhead last night. It was, a, I think, a week old. They led into the new one with the uh, last week's whatever. is a crazy crackhead. This is the best part. When intervention, because they have that fucking Jeff Von Vonderen, Van Vonderen. The, uh, the leader. Guy, the, the, the walrus mustache. Yeah. I don't know if he has upper teeth or not. That's every time I watch him. That's a good him, mustache. <laughs> I think it's for a reason. Yeah. I think it's hiding his lack of upper teeth, which I zone. wish I could do. Uh, uh, that guy, he wasn't on this episode. This guy was a crazy crackhead. But the, when, when, the whole point of an intervention is to step into the person's life and say, I'm not going to support you anymore. I'm going to, I'm not going to pay for your drugs. I'm not going to help you do this and that. You're not going to live rent free in my basement anymore, sir. <laughs> but what, 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 this guy was a great example. He, he kind of, he doesn't talk to his family. He lives in a junkyard for free to do the work he does in a junkyard, which is mostly strip copper that they don't care. And then sell it for crack. He smokes crack. But the family, he's an old dude. He's like fucking our age. And he lives in a, a junkyard for free. He's not, he's not fucking up anybody's life but his own. So they do this intervention. He's like, nah. No, and they have nowhere to go. They can't say, well, you know what? I'm not going to, uh, what? You're not going to what? Nothing. I'm not going to return your phone calls that you don't make to me. <laughs> I don't want to call you. Now, if the junkyard guy walked in, there'd be something oh, they explaining actually to do. got into a kind of a fight with the junkyard guy, but the junkyard guy needs a fucking crackhead because he's stripping all these he, yeah, parts he's, off he's of cars. He's doing busy work. He's a lot of busy work. That Got any blenders not. I can take apart? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you get the copper and I get the uh, alternator what, that the I can sell to a dude. The orange stuff? I'll take the orange. Yeah, I like yeah. the orange stuff. So, yeah. so they got nothing. And the guy says, all right, I'll go. And he's smirking like, whatever. I'll fly around. <laughs> he's he, he's fucking with him. He's he's going. He was he was going. 
all right, will you accept this gift? He's like, not unless I he actually said this. He goes, what if the plane crashes? And he's smirking. He goes, all right, I'll go, but I need a parachute. <laughs> awesome. He's fucking goofing on His him. caveats on yeah. his savior. And he's sitting there going, this is what I do. All right. You don't want to talk to me because I smoke crack. Which he he almost made really good sense. Like you can see with cigarettes, you know, that's going to kill you. I did that to my mother to some extent. Like, all right, you're already in a position where you can't walk flat surfaces without taking a break and getting your wind. That's bad. Like, I don't know what you like. How far do you want to? So it's the same thing. Did I say, okay, mother, I'm well, to an extent I did. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'll fucking, I'll, I'll take you down. Yeah. When your horse comes up lame, <laughs> but he had, like, he was just goofing. And at the end he made it 11 days in a rehab and then left and now walked out. He's smoking crack again. Sure. But stripping lots of the, copper. The, the fucking Jeff Van Vonderen intervention guy, the walrus mustache guy. There's episodes where he's like threatening, well, we're going to call the police. He's just anything to make you go to rehab. It's blackmail. Well, you know what? If you don't go to rehab, we're going to take away your cats. That's what I think they did to the Huffer girl, the most famous intervention girl, Allison. Remember Allison that huffed the. Uh, Who doesn't? The, the, the keyboard. She, the oh, keyboard the, cleaner? Yeah, the, uh, oh, she was the compressed air to clean out the keyboard. Yeah. She, she stole my heart. They did a <laughs> where are they now and she's all clean and boring. Oh, that's I hate bad. it when a girl stops huffing keyboard cleaner. <laughs> anyway, they had nothing to just, what are you going to threaten me with? And he went, all right, I'll, I'll take a free flight. I'll hang around. But he just loves smoking crack. What's wrong with that? He was a little sketchy. I wouldn't hang around with the guy. I don't want him here for football, but he wasn't he wasn't stealing people's shit or anything. Chad, follow that guy. <laughs> Wherever he goes. His his his, his uh uh daughter uh was uh Well, I want you to be there when the baby's born. Don't you want to be there, Dad? Uh yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I haven't looked at a pussy the same way since I saw you fucking burrow your way out of one. But sure, I want to be. There. Well, I'll need a parachute when you're when you, when your husband's ruined for life. I want to be there for that moment. And I tweeted that she's about to marry. She's about to marry her husband, who's a black guy. And so I tweeted that. Wait, the crackhead's daughter is marrying a Negro, and they're doing the intervention on the crackhead. Get your priorities straight, A&E, which if you hear me say it like that, probably funnier than reading it as yeah, a stranger. Yeah, yeah. But then I kind of hope, I was hoping to get some shit from that, and I, and I didn't, because uh, no one cares what I say. I, 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 I like to assume that people just know how I'm saying it, but the truth is probably people don't give a fuck, and they probably weren't watching Twitter right then at that one girl, and I thought it might be fucking Nia, because her uh, her Twitter handle was at cold lotion. I thought it might be Bill Burr's wife. I'm like, ah. <laughs> she goes, maybe you need the intervention. And I went, because I, I was still sober at this point. <laughs> I tweeted back. I said, I said, my friends wouldn't give me an intervention unless there was an open bar. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not in the intervention threat zone. <laughs> 
nor am I, am I in a place where uh, anything I say can be held against me. It's fucking funny. But you get the same shit. You, I think we it was was it the Floyd podcast? We talked about this. Whatever you did a Matt Becker podcast, the up uh, near the wild podcast, near the wild with Matt Becker and John Norris, and then you got a fucking tweet calling you a racist, and you couldn't figure it out, and this, now you went back. I, I only started actually paying attention <laughs> to Twitter recently. Yeah, when I realized people could notify you directly. And so I was in there because I'm monitoring things for the, for the, for the web, for store and stuff like, we've got the t-shirts and stuff for sale. Just trying to make sure everything's cool. And someone comments about how I made a joke on the Near the Wild podcast after Becker said something that I made a joke. JK, I guess there's, there's a lot of abbreviations going on. No joke. Like you made a JK after Houdini 357, which is Becker. So I'm having to like decipher all this. So I don't even know what's happening as I'm reading it <laughs> until I get to the end where it says, Greg Shaley racist. <laughs> I'm like, well, may, maybe a, a poor choice of words or a bad joke, but a racist? Really? First of all, there's a, I can laugh at fucking racist jokes all day. I can laugh at jokes at anyone's expense. That doesn't make me not like them. I fucking secretly hate people. I told you about that fucking kid in Safeway. I had to go to the other side of the yeah. fucking Safeway because, like, straight up, uh, what's eating Gilbert Grape? The Leonardo DiCaprio stomping and ah, 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 I'm like, I can't fucking deal with this. <laughs> and I just, yeah, my fucking spine was upended like a cat in a pack of pit bulls. It just because no matter where you go, that kid's gonna find you. The if point, you go to the like, point is, I need mole sauce, and is, he's going to end up there. Is that original sin is fucking hating being around that? I, we've talked about this, where the, the fucking you know, low-watt gurgler in the high-back chair at a fucking highway rest area, you know, Burger King, and they're having to wipe slop off his chin. And I, I, it, I it sickens me. Not that... Yeah, no, it's, it's sad, but watching food dribble down someone's face. I don't care if you're drunk. If it just, it, it makes me physically upset. Is, am I a bad person? I didn't like go over and slap the guy. I know he's got a fucking problem, but I have a hard time looking at that problem. If you have a weeping sore on your forehead that erupts pus, like Mount St. Helens every couple of minutes. Am I a fucking asshole because you have a disability? I just can't be around that. It just, it makes me physically distressed. I have all the sympathy in the world for you. So, but there's other shit that's fucking funny. And yeah, laughing, you don't make fun of someone, but you can laugh behind people's backs. That's what we do. We've talked about this. We've talked about laughter is an involuntary. And so is fucking anger and hatred. I didn't tweet the, the, the Negro. She's marrying a Negro because that's, that's, that's green room funny. And that's what I do for a living. I bring the green room to you. So go fuck yourself. I just wish that I was in a position where I would have to be. Um, they're demanding that you make a public apology. There's a press conference scheduled at Bisbee City Hall at noon <laughs> for your Negro tweet. All right. That would never happen. 
Yes, and I don't and and I a cold lotion at cold lotion still follows me, and she's cute. I wouldn't do it because I'm scared of black chicks, but in theory. <laughs> <laughs> But your racist comment that you had to fucking my tra- racist comment hit you had right, to track right, here it we go. back like a fucking private detective. You had to go back through and listen to the podcast to see what, what, what did I say was even close to racist, and it was. I had to listen to a podcast that I edit <laughs> <laughs> to find out what was mildly racist that I could have said because I produced the motherfucking thing. How did this get by me? I'm the yeah, one who you puts have to the say it. I put and the then re- listen to it repetitively to, to edit it, and still you have to have forensic knowledge to find the where's the racism. It's like it's like Dateline NBC. Well, what what could have caused this? What kind of weird poison? Backtrack it. You have to yeah. go back and you have to like, well, what are they thinking? Well, we were talking about uh, the recent uh, emergence of bears in Anchorage early. Much earlier than usual. So there's a lot of bear sightings in town. And John Norris started talking about the uh, time that uh, a couple that he knew wanted to uh, do a uh, wedding video up off of a trail. So they all had to go hiking. So they parked their cars and they all head up there. And then he said the only problem was like some of the, some of the gals were lagging behind, trailing back. And Becker said – Matt Becker said if – yeah, well, if they – if they trail back too far, you're allowed to have sex with them. And John said, what, with the bears? Which was funny. Right. And not racist. And then I said. Unless well, you're a bear. And then I said, well, that's. If you're if- a bear that's been raped, which is never funny. See? Bear rape jokes, never funny. But you didn't go that way. No. I said, well, not if the Indians don't get them first. Not if the Indians don't get them first. Thinking back to Oregon Trail and like if you if the if the uh, the wagon trail spread out too far, the Indians would pick up. See, it's, it's too no, much. no, no, it's too much. The point is the fact that you thought that and <laughs> instantly thought. Well, we're talking about like like a pioneer days, like because yeah, not everyone watches that's the not West. The, but. That's not the rule in Anchorage right now. That if a girl trails back from the group, you're allowed to fuck her on the trail. <laughs> I mean, or maybe I'm not aware well, of all the rules. First of all, no one would go back to old West times because well, no one gives a shit about. I history. played Oregon Trail. I had a 486 DX2. Point is, it doesn't it doesn't matter. My comment was straight up racist <laughs> and it's making fun of racism and no one said a thing cold no, lotion said something yeah uh, point being either way I, I think racism is stupid and funny so when you make a racist yeah. joke you're making fun of racism and if you don't like it i don't give a fuck yeah. i i have no network that i have to make a false apology to keep my tv show on the air and if you don't get it, well, then you get out of the fucking green room. Well, there is the Doug's Dental. But when you actually have a legitimate historical perspective, that makes it even more frustrating. <laughs> and it's so hard to not fight with that one random asshole. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was everything not to people, do A million people, if you tweeted that and a million people got it and favored it, there's one asshole and you're like, you want to beat on that and they're retarded people. They're stupid. They're a, a few levels above retarded. 
I've brought this up in my act several places where retarded people, it's a matter of IQ points. So if you are just a couple of IQ points above retarded, you're just stupid and you can, you get free reign. Yeah. If you get a little bit dumber, no one could fuck with you for saying <laughs> something stupid because you're retarded. <laughs> but if you're just dumb, you can say all this shit in the world and you're a middle mind and you, you destroy everything. Middle minds are the problem. Just someone who's an average dude. Average dude is the fucking problem. Retards don't, don't do damage. Negroes. And I spelled it out. Negro. That was funny. I was trying to get, <laughs> you, you, sometimes when you try to tweet offensive things, I saw one I favorited today, but he put it in quotes. I think it was about Madonna. So something about women in, on television over 45 are shriveled up hags that should die. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing poorly. Unless they're Betty White old, and then you can put them back on and make fun of them, or something to that effect. Just uh, so, something I read, and I fit. But he put it in quotes and said, uh, "the the internet like signed." This is the quote: <laughs> "Women over forty five should die unless they're the quotes signed the internet." So he's saying that's what people on the internet say. Well, you know what? I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> You know, I don't like to use those safety valves because it don't have to. <laughs> it's what, fucking funny. When I saw the Negroes written out, I imagined you in a a white a white linen suit. No, with it's a, the, with it's a, the with blue a, pinstripe suit. You, well, this is my visual. I'm telling you my visual. All right. You in a white suit with the Colonel Sanders bow tie exactly. and a mint julep saying Negroes. <laughs> His daughter's marrying a Negro and they're doing the intervention on the crackhead. I'll show you the suit because we talked about that fucking pinstripe. Very thin, light blue and white pinstripe all the whole suit. And I go, this is like Southern sitting on the porch drinking lemonade suit. And you had one that's kind of similar. Anyway, we're going to drift off into falling in love over you each other's outfits. <laughs> Your fucking outfit at baseball that day for old timey baseball with that hat. God damn it. <laughs> I thought I have the old timey suit. I have one old timey chalky white from Boardwalk Empire suit. And then you showed up with that hat. Not trying to one up. You one up me every time. Listen, I, I went to my closet. I didn't go out and try and find something. You bought me that hat. I remember the hat yes. looked fucking brilliant on you. You broke it out. It just made me just look like right shit. Time. They tried to get me to the guy down there. He was playing on the team that day. The Who old, was old timey guy? Everyone, it, was a, it was a kaleidoscope of, of team colors out. On he the, said, don't you remember me from last year at baseball season? We did the five man wave. I'm like, yep. <laughs> yes. God, I remember exactly. Sir, you know how many five-man waves I do a year? But he's like, you, you hey, will you come down on whatever date and throw out the first pitch for Little League? And <laughs> you I, have arrived, I, Mr. Stanhope. You have arrived. I just walked in, so I didn't have any bullshit excuse ready. And I told him about the time I tried to throw out the first pitch three times. <laughs> At a regular game. This is just a, a fucking adults game. And yeah. I went out there and I, to, to say that I throw like a girl, I would have to 
make the public apology to women. <laughs> that that's an apology I'd make. If I said I throw, I'm sorry, I throw like a girl. No, I throw like a, a cat. <laughs> I th- <laughs> trying to throw like a girl. <laughs> yeah. I I uh, I throw like a thalidomide child. <laughs> I uh, honestly, it went the first two pitches went between first base and home plate almost even like my delivery i didn't release the ball till it was so close it hit close to the ground and rolled closer to you than the batter oh it definitely hit close to me okay it just th- two times <laughs> and the people in the stands know i'm a comedian so they think i'm oh overly yeah, yeah. fucking it up no that's the best i could do and the third time i just i i i threw like a girl i lobbed it up no underhand? No, I Underhand, did you would have been a I better shot underhand. I did. In fact, underhand would have been funnier. I did it overhand. I, I, I shot the third shot like I was shooting a basketball. <laughs> and still, like the most feminine princess. I won't say a girl, because that's too, you know. That's not I, feminine enough. I shot like a little, like I was wearing a ballerina's outfit. <laughs> I was nine years old. And uh, that went towards home plate. It hit before it, <laughs> but at least it got to where the catcher. So I tried to quickly sober, you know, two, two in the afternoon, explain this to the guy. Well, can I just, uh, I, I try to get a hold of you on Facebook. Uh, don't read Facebook. Yeah. It says on my Facebook, don't read Facebook, email me. And I gave him the address. And then when I got home, I had time to articulate some bullshit. Say, listen, and it's true, first of all, and the main reason, it's Little League. Most of those parents, if they knew who I was, would not want their kids to know what I do for a living. They don't want their kids listening to my shit. And if they don't know who I am, well, you're going to say, oh, is a big time comedian who's going to throw out the first, and they're going to look it up. And they're going to fucking hate me at Safeway. <laughs> This whole fucking 10 years of existence is just trying to not be hated where you live. And I have an act. That, uh, what do you do for a living? I'm an actor. Well, what do you do? Gaping anal porn. What, what movies can we see you in? None. You, you don't look at my movies because I'm not a different type of actor. Do gaping anal porn. The gaping anal porn of comedy. So yeah, I had to I had to beg out and say no, and then then you go, is that guy gonna think I'm a prima donna? Because I said no to throwing. I, no, I'm trying to save you, man. Yeah, yeah, you're doing him a favor. Yeah, but then uh, then you go, do I look like a cunt? Oh, he's too good to come down here and throw out a first pitch. You know, you're not gonna be there. When mom, mother, little league goes, oh, and, you know, and some celebrity threw out your first pitch, didn't he, Daniel? Didn't he throw out your first pitch, Daniel? Let's look him up on the internet. What was this? Did you write that name down, Russell? Let's look him up in front of everybody. <laughs> Here's him standing with, my God. <laughs> you and the two asses at the uh, Portland Radio station birthday party. That's just a <laughs> that picture. always just, comes up. I'm just saying that that's one of the things that always comes up. You with two naked asses <laughs> from strippers in Portland. 
I remember that Top day. 10. I remember that day. I remember there was a girl I was trying to not cheat on back then. And it's uh, the, the Chris uh, Rock bit. There's, there's a few bits that you know that you go, fuck, I wish I wrote that. There's a, all, there's a lot of them. But that's one that's always there is a man is only as faithful as he has opportunities. Chris Rock. As successful as he is. Uh, yeah. I, I hope no, I'm not doing that a disservice. He did it. It's good. Uh, and that was probably one of those times if one of them had just grabbed me by the collar and drugged me in a fucking broom closet, I'd have probably fucked her. But they didn't because we're on morning radio. Afternoon radio. Afternoon radio where the, the, the oh, that host, was the day he left, Marconi. he left the, the station. He walked out. He got all mad about something. We were all shit faced on the radio and he left mad. <laughs> Andy Anders was there. Lonnie Brun, uh, you on the mic. Oh, three comics on two mics. Jesus. I hope I, I didn't and have the, a show that night. The fe- no, it was a, it was a day before we were promoting the show with Dante's and the, oh, yeah. that one guy had the, Tiny, tiny had the fucking six pack of hot dogs behind his neck. That's how fucking uh, big tiny was. We gotta look that up. Write it down, Charlie. And he had to, he had to uh, close the show because Marconi left the station (laughs) and like called back in (laughs) to the station to tell us why he had a freak out. (laughs) And we're like juggling strippers and what going back on the air. This was live. And we took I don't over. even think they were strippers. They we, were just Portland no, no, girls. They were the girls up the just up the street from the hotel we stay at. The the boutique hotel. The one we like. Uh oh, oh, Jupiter. Just past the Jupiter? That place up there? I don't I yeah. never left the Jupiter. I, I was never sober enough to sometimes it was hard to get back to the room. Yeah, so uh uh Tiny had to go the show and the program the the you like the, always there's always that program director like oh he's mad at us now this was fucking thing we're like where the fuck is the host <laughs> this is back when terrestrial radio Meant mattered some, yeah afternoon marconi was great yeah like, yeah well, no, he had a he, fucking he had blast. a flip out on the on like nick wick nick nick n i k nick nick miles was the i think the program director he was the english dude he had something to do. He was the yeah. He had to be the program director, and then they fired him. Uh, uh I said, "Fuck! I have to avoid any kind of legal ramifications." <laughs> but evidently, yeah, he he was not having a good time in his life, and it came to a, a bubble. Yeah, and <laughs> I never knew that about Nick. Oh shit! I didn't know that about Nick either. But I, I guess he's doing well now, and Marconi's somewhere. They just looked they're, them up. They're always somewhere. When we were in Portland with fucking Marilyn Manson, the, afterwards when we were staying at that place, the Red Lion by the airport that I fucking loved to damn yeah. drink, the one bartender that was kind of – there was one really cool one and then one guy that – I don't think this guy likes us. He's just <laughs> he's just not real personable, but uh, turns out he's like, yeah, I, I, I used to work with Christine Levine. Wow. So, yeah, they, I think they were radio people with Marco. Yeah, yeah. Those were the days that you knew when you were there. were <laughs> goals a man, woman. That's bad. Uh, where are we going from this? I have no idea. Doesn't doesn't matter. This won't air. This is just a burner thing. Bullshit, we're just drunk. Fucking... This we're just drunk. We're just hanging around. I know, but this is good. 
This is definitely going to air. What time are we at? I'm enjoying it. 30 minutes. That's a podcast. 30? 30 minutes. That's a fucking podcast. Tracy, you have to Tracy, say something. Tracy has not said anything. You've never been on the podcast. You'll get drunk and chime in. All you do now is you sit down there in the suicide house and you lick stamps. That's all you do. You lick envelopes and you send out merch. How long are you going to tolerate this from this man? I've tried to liberate you from this life. I stand up on the 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 roof, and you don't know this, but I stand on the roof of the little house, and I see you in there doing dishes when you're done a long day of slave labor in your Chinese <laughs> factory of fucking merchandise, and I, I put a twist tie around my penis so it looks like it's semi-erect, and I... I flash glow lights at it. I'm like, baby, baby, there's so much more. Look, there's so much more. I could give you a real life. And then you just slam the door. <laughs> you spray mace out the back door. <laughs> so many holes in your, in your story. All right. Number one, that you could get that semi-erect. Clearly, <laughs> everyone, any listener knows that's not going to happen. And number two... That's a pitched roof. Why wouldn't you stand on the fun house where you could actually look into the window for the kitchen? Because then the neighbors across the street on Black Knob will be see, equally disgusted. I understand. I understand. They would I fucking it. come over. The, all those stray cats over there. <laughs> Someone got a fish? <laughs> My goodness. I had oh, such oh, fucking hopes and dreams. Go ahead. Are we doing Sambuca or are we doing Tawaka? Oh, shit. We haven't done... Tracy, since you don't want to talk, will you make us a shot? Because I, no, it's not Tawaka. Tawaka, we already have. That's for, uh, fucking the. No, that's the vanilla fucking. Yeah, I have that for Mr. Dunwoody and Mikey Palmer. They like that. And they don't, they haven't come around in a year and I keep stocking my bar with it. Mikey Palmer, he rarely drinks. Mikey Palmer was the first guy I fucking knew in this town. That was my hookup. Oh, out here. Before I moved here, he's the guy that put me on the phone with Margo when I said, yeah, I, I always thought about moving here. And he's uh, like, well, then you get to talk to Margo. She's the best real estate agent. And then the next thing you know, I fucking bought a house and I live here. How come you didn't get Margo back on the podcast? I, she's a day drinker. Like, well, the point is, well, we think of, we day drink and then we go, oh shit, we should get Margo. Oh, okay. She's already done in. We have to schedule it. We, it, it it has to be serendipitous. We have to be out accidentally day drinking and run into her I'll like find we her. did. Yeah, well, hey, if you listen to this in Bisbee, tell fucking Margo we're desperate to have her back on the podcast. Just tell her we're desperate and we don't know how to ask. Uh, what did you say that made me say that I said something? <laughs> I said something. Mikey oh, Palmer. oh, yeah. Uh, wait, 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 no, no, no. the drink order. She's got it's the- Uzo or Sambuca. Well, no, I, I bought both of those going, and then I bought them both because now, since we're in a a rolling downhill snowball effect, since the thirty days in the hole where we bought all this weird alcohol to make all these weird drinks, I'm like, I'm gonna have every fucking thing in my bar, and then I bought. Uzo and Sambuca at the same time. At the same time. And then we're driving home and I go, I think they're the same thing. I think they're both like, you know what? If you know who you'd ask Gus the Greek, he'd tell you. Yeah. That was shit. 
<laughs> hey, let's go to dinner tomorrow at Gus Greek. I can't. I got to fucking write a book. No, no, you can take I a break. <laughs> That's the worst thing Hennigan ever said to me. Please hold. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Seriously. play some music at home as we do a shot of either um, Uzo or it? Sambuca. Opa. What is it? Uzo. Uzo. Please hold. fucking great that's like the, the worst taste in the world the licorice uh jelly belly you know you Good know what the, the fuck two dollar and 29 cent little bags of candy that i get at ace hardware ace hardware if you want candy <laughs> your candy stop and hammers i go to fucking ace hardware just to buy candy and i look like such a fucking tool Oh. I act like I, I act like they didn't have what I was looking for, and then I buy fucking candy corn, <laughs> Jelly Belly raspberry blackberries, and then the uh, licorice mix, which I only like like the little. They're like good and plenty, yeah, but they're really really small. tiny, really yeah. tiny. Yeah, they're gourmet candies because I'm a hot shot motherfucker. I eat lumpfish caviar yeah. on your dime, motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah, you buy that T-shirt, you buy that ticket to the fucking Canada tour. You know where it goes? Lumpfish caviar, <laughs> blue poops, and then some high-dollar candy that I have to walk into Ace goddamn hardware. And they're so efficient there. They, as soon as you walk in, can we help you find something? Well, the candy is a point of interest thing. So I'm standing point of sale right at the front, right, right. where you're and walking. And I have out. to yeah. do a lap around. Uh, do you have volleyballs? And sometimes they do. Like I get tennis balls. Well, the no, occasional but- times we play tennis, I will go there. That's your go. There's not a lot of shit in this town. We needed a pan for the turkey. Yes, they have it at Ace Hardware. <laughs> like they didn't have it at Safeway. No, nope. And they, Alco is gone. They had two down. choices. <laughs> At Ace Hardware. Right. Yeah. You pay top dollar, but Jesus, you get it. So when you go in to buy candy, you just have to suck it up. And went, yeah, I'm just here for candy. <laughs> That's it. No. Do you have an Ace Rewards card? No, I don't. I come here for candy. Do you want to, do you, do you think I want a record of that? <laughs> Fucking Hennigan. Sabra Hummus. You know, they just had that recall. Yes. I ate my, I had a 17 ounce or fuck that. I ain't giving that well, up. Well, you'd ate half of it already. already yeah. <laughs> and I had no problems other than one of the most magnificent episodes of farts. I wish I had recorded. There, there were farts that you could like, like pitch. I could have done, but, 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 not like the time. Theme to the Death Star. No, no. We were at that hotel, and I tried to fart to the tune of uh, 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 "It's My Prerogative." Bobby Brown is in Chicago. It's a Bobby Brown, Chicago. Thing. I have no idea, but I know. It's, no, it's Chicago it's because it was uh, at the uh, Lakeshore. Is Bobby Brown is fucking playing for some reason? Not on our iPod. Why would Bobby Brown be playing? Well, oh no, I was just singing it. Yeah, on checkout. To where we no, were. I was in the room because I no. was farting, and then I went. I I drew mud as I, I was trying to fart to the tune. This one I could have fucking done a whole song for three hours, and it was that <laughs> Sabra Hummus night. If that's what Listeria is, then fuck, give me more. Was it uh, the right stuff? No. What what song was it? My, my, pro- my prerogative. You're right. Uh, we were we were checking out 
because we had the cart out front. Oh, we're checking. Yeah, but we were in the room, and it was a it was a. There I was, had to throw away my underpants <laughs> into the hall at the across the hall. I don't think d- it is my prerogative, but I'm not going to get caught up in this. You you threw your dirty underpants. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Onto, onto the door across the hall from us. Right. Which. God bless that soul. <laughs> that uh, I hope that he wasn't the first person to find it. I hope he already checked out because we certainly weren't an early checkout. But it was one of those things where you were uh, very animated in the morning. You didn't have anyone to yell at. So you channeled it into make everyone laugh. And there was a moment to where everyone in the room knew this just turned sour, <laughs> which was awesome. And then you're fucking reaction to, <laughs> to an open door with a cart was I still don't think it's my prerogative strip, it's not what's strip, the fucking Bobby Brown song god damn it everyone's gonna fucking tweet me blah but your only reaction to you shitting your pants was to I drew mud there's a difference but you listen, say shit your pants listen you, you imagine this bulbous <laughs> okay, rump okay. dangling it was it was and a, this is before scatter your pants I did have to throw it. It was away. a scatter. But you're only, my point is, you're in a room full of comics. Everyone's crashed out. You're, you're moving around. We're all trying to, to get our shit together. We got to get out. And your only reaction to splattering your underpants was to pull them off and to throw them at the door across the hall, which was beautiful. That <laughs> was. That's, yeah, that's, that's management. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you do. That's what you do. And now it's what you do. Now you know. That was the early days. Well, uh, what do we do when right. Stan Up shits his pants when he's trying to fart to a song at 1130 in the morning? And we have a long... You throw him across the hall. Someone- Why are you asking me? Doesn't he know what to do? <laughs> he better. <laughs> I think it was the right stuff. No. no, it's not the right stuff. You know what? We're at the end of this podcast, which is now. <laughs> we're going to fucking... We're going we're gonna to close on that song. And I'm gonna I'm gonna close it by saying, "Hey, fart along to this song." Anyway, what was what was my point? <laughs> it was all about what we, happened before Sabra Hummus. We are looking for a new name for the podcast. Hennigan. Was it a Hennigan? Oh, the worst thing Hennigan ever said to me was, uh, "Oh yes, it was about writing the book." He he said. Uh, but I was thinking, you'd probably do four days on, three days off. And I'm like, all right, this is my fucking three days off then. <laughs> How many three days off can I put in a row? Can I, that means I can do six days off and eight days on and keep. Anyway, that's a podcast. And you can fucking take it or leave it. All you people that voted for Bingo's video. Well, you know what? That fucking 30 seconds it took you to do that. Well, I do these podcasts for you. They're grade A, top quality. To stop with the Google. Everyone's got their no, phones I'm out. trying to find We're a trying song. To close I'm trying, to find... trying to make this brilliant. You can do this on your own. All right. Yeah. I think it's oh, my oh, prerogative. Right. Yeah, I, did, I think it's I, my prerogative. It is my prerogative. Because he only had that fucking, it's the only song I know. Doesn't matter. Put on Bar- Bobby Brown right now. I'm looking for. Her. First of all, oh, get shit. listeria. Oh, oh, keep vamp for a little bit. I can put yeah, it on. I'm doing I can put it on. That's Sonos. what I'm doing. I'm watching you. I'm vamping. Put on Bobby Brown. 
get listeria. Uh, <laughs> check and check. Eat eat fifty percent off meat that you already cooked and then is still left over. See, we did talk about this. The fucking farts were yeah. We did talk. We talked all about the farts. Jesus. What first of all, who tunes into this? To, uh, oh, I hope Stan hopes coherent this time and doesn't remember that he uh, had uh, swan songs to that fucking day he farted so well. The I'm trying. I'm trying to go into a Frank Sinatra yeah, song. I'm trying to. I'm going to play the song. Right. I'm going to play the song right now. You don't play it now. You play it at. You edit Hold on. it in. All right. I can't get it. To all right. Me. We, what we're doing, we're closing on songs of the Matoid that are not the usual Matoid song because we just say play the Matoid. You don't know that this guy was a fucking vision. He still is somewhere. He just lived in the United States illegally for decades, like 15 years, I he think. He got into America by going to South America. He and was in Mexico selling jewelry. Coming or some up shit. from South America into the United Such States, a weird rather than dude. straight from the United, from where he was from, which is Finland. Finland. Yeah. Are you finished? Yes. Good. Then give me the mic. That was Henry Phillips, not the dog, the comic. Yes. Uh, yeah. So he does uh, brilliant things, and we always close on party time, which he hates to even play because that's his hit, the best song ever. I fucking love that song. Yes. But the fucking some of the shit we uh, we've already played funeral uh, party. Uh, we've never played rat poison. You can look that look up the matoid. But the one that they sold me on when I first worked with them in Memphis, I can't remember the name of the club, but a little dirty rock and roll club where they one of the first bands that I was ever paired with. We put a band with you because we know you're gonna love the matoid. And they, he said. He does a cover of, he explained it to me and it didn't do it justice, but I was already intrigued of, uh, Lionel Richie. <laughs> Hello, is it me you're looking for? Play the Matoid! This song is Hello. 